This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco. Present. Hey, present. Yeah, and uh, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Uh, each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And since we're still in basketball season, I thought we'd talk basketball sure. You know, for, like for, for our trivia thing. In fact, these, uh, these questions, uh, two out of three of these are... Pretty hard. Oh, pretty, well, yeah. the last couple of weeks you've you've stumped us. I stump stumped yeah. the pros, yeah. as I say. Yeah, you have. So a couple of things we're going to talk about uh, when we come back from break. Uh, apparently, Colin Kaepernick uh, is willing to play for any team, and that includes the Redskins. You know, it's interesting. I don't know what Vern has some thoughts about this, and we'll get into it. I I don't hear much from Colin Kaepernick saying whether he wants to play or not. I don't hear much from about him at all lately, other than just he should be playing. So I don't know what. Okay, what his we'll, feelings we'll, are, but let's, let's we'll, we'll get talk into about it. that yeah, next yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, do you guys hear about the some of the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls players trying to get the rest of the team to boycott practice after the big blowout? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if the Raiders lose the number one pick because of winning against the Steelers, uh, I wonder how that's well, going to change. Some, they, they still have three number one picks though. Oh, they traded Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. Yeah. All right, this segment of Sports Econ One Hundred and One is sponsored by who's it sponsored by? Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments. Who else but? That's right. Why? Because we're a business show and a sports show. Okay. Currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. Doesn't get any more conservative than that. you got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And also, uh, we were talking uh, before the show about teams marketing themselves Mm. and and, uh, how the Raiders kind of became sort of a world You know, uh, world-renowned team, not and just at Oakland. Too, and the Warriors, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, the A's uh, choose the Heisman winner. How about that? That'll be kind of interesting. Yeah. What position is he? He's a pitcher. He's an outfielder. He's an outfielder? Yeah. An outfielder. Some yeah, reason yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Vernon said he spoke to a, an agent had some interesting thoughts about this. Okay. So he's, good... li- he's, he's listed at 5, 10, or 11, but got, got, it's 5, nine. five, five nine. Nine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll return.
We're here with Mark Humph and Edward Brown of PacificPrivateMoney.com and the best of investing, heard Saturdays at noon. Mark, for our newer listeners, tell us exactly what is Pacific Private Money. So Pacific Private Money is an alternative real estate finance provider. We specialize in making short-term bridge loans to real estate investors and consumers. We're called alternative lenders because we are alternative to banks and conventional lenders. It's just like we are a bank. We're making first mortgages to people who just don't have enough time to get conventional financing. Where are you based? We're based right here in the San Francisco Bay Area, and we only lend in California. So unlike most of these uh, newer crowdfunding and other online lending platforms, we are regionally focused, meaning we truly understand the markets that we're lending in. And Mark, in terms of the funding, where is that capital coming from? All of our loans are funded through private capital. Our investors are mostly Bay Area individuals and families who have chosen what Edward and I call mortgage investing as a way to diversify their investment portfolios and generate above-average yields. Imagine it's like a mutual fund, but instead of owning stocks and bonds, we have real estate mortgages in the fund. The one question that every investor asked is, what about the track record? So at Pacific Private Money, we have a nine-year track record with zero losses to our investors. And that's across over 1,200 loans, totaling more than $400 million. Our strategy, it's a way to generate returns currently averaging over 7.5%, all secured by California real estate. And Craig, one of the reasons that our track record is so good is because of the fact that our loan-to-value is very low. In fact, in our fund right now, it's averaging 54%. So nobody wants to default on a loan where it's 54% loan to value. Call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or visit their website, pacificprivatemoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent. So email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here. Vern Glenn here. Present. Bruce McGowan here. Present. 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 Uh, boy, a lot to talk about, guys. Uh, what do you want to cover first? <laughs> well, you know, Vernon just mentioned it. Of course, by the time this show airs, it's an old story. But uh, the Raiders just fired their general manager, Reggie McKenzie, which doesn't, Vernon, doesn't surprise me given the, the little uh, power grab between him and John Gruden. A lot of people had speculated this was going to happen. And after the game, I was at the game on Sunday. Gruden refused to talk about it. Mark Davis, of course, wouldn't talk about it. And Reggie McKenzie wouldn't talk about it, as you can understand. And now we find out that, in fact, he is gone. There you go. Yeah, well, it was. It, we, they didn't talk about it because it was, it was in the works. Yeah, it, was just yeah. a matter, it was just a matter of the print drying on whatever deal was yeah. was made. But it was, hey, when Mark Davis went out and, and, and gave John Gruden the, the, the 10-year, $100 million contract, Gruden didn't come in here to 
walk into McKenzie's office and go, yes, sir, no, sir. It <laughs> yeah. was Gruden's show. And now, now we know. Now the now now the lid is off. Well, it, plus it's they like, traded away Cooper and, Cooper, and Khalil Mack. Yeah. This, was, this, this, yeah. this was all this was all John Gruden yeah. with complete control of the personnel. Yeah. I mean, he he is buying the groceries. He is shaping <laughs> the the staff. He's shaping the players. So he's mm. doing he's doing whatever he can. He's stocking up draft picks to get them ready to be at peak performance by the time. They hit Vegas. By the time they hit Let's Vegas. face it, yeah. Oakland is in their rearview mirror. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. They're just they're just they're just they're just lame duck until they hit Vegas year after night. I'm sitting in the press box yesterday, Vernon, with a couple of guys, and I won't mention their names. I can't remember their names actually. <laughs> producer and a reporter. The senior moment. Yeah. No. Senior, okay, yeah. You go. Right. Senior moment. But a producer and a reporter from Las Vegas, and I said, "Hey, how, how are you guys doing? Oh, we've been following this team the whole season. We've been right. traveling with them." And I said, "Really? Yeah, oh, I've yeah, seen yeah. We're I've ready. seen them on the road. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So they've been uh, they've been preparing for this moment. And I mentioned to him, I said, "You know, guys, I hate to to disillusion you, but there are a lot of people here in the Bay Area that are not going to miss the Raiders because they have become kind of a cult team. They have less." fan interest here in the Bay Area than half as many fans, maybe, as the 49ers, and probably because of the first time they left. They, mm-hmm. they turned yep. off a lot of people, turned off a whole generation. Oh, I remember in 80, was it 83 that they? 80, 82. 82, yeah. yeah. And I remember just feeling betrayed. Yeah. And it's like I didn't root for them, and then when they came back, it was like, yeah, let's just kind of push that on hold for another yeah. year well, or they so. haven't exactly been uh, you know, a tremendous a great success. Team. They've been to the four, four playoffs. They had that yeah. one little run with Rich Gannon with three of them, but uh, yeah. Well, so h- how much of the uh, uh, Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper is Reggie McKenzie's issue versus uh, Mark Davis? Good question. You know what I mean? I mean, who, who's the one who actually well, like, it, pulled it, the trigger? Well, it was know? under Reggie McKenzie's tenure that they went out and they got Mack. Yep. And got Amari Cooper, so yeah. so that's that that's on him for 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 picking him. And Cooper is showing now <laughs> yeah. what he certainly is capable of. As now is Mac. Now yeah. the Dallas Cowboys yeah. are using him. Yeah, the, the the way he should be used. Sure. And Khalil Mack, we all know. I mean, geez, I mean, he's he's I mean, he's a monster. Okay? Well, look at the look at the game against he just, he the Rams. He just upgraded the Bears. Yeah. The Bears knocked yeah. off the Rams. Yeah. They held him to what six points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. tremendous so, effort. And yeah. then Cooper, what has three touchdowns? Jared Goff sacked four times. It's yeah. just you know, <laughs> you have to wonder though why. The Raiders would do that, and I guess as you mentioned, Vernon, it's because John Gruden wants to put his stamp on the team. He wants to remake the team. In well, his image. I mean, we, in a matter of time, it'll it, it'll all come out. But the information I have is, as soon as Max Agent had some idea that the Raiders were not going to pay him mm. what he needed to be paid, then that then that mm. was the end. And the, uh, Told his know. client, "Hey, don't show up to camp, and 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 just 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 hold out, hold out." And we'll, we'll we'll work something out to get you out of there, and that's exactly what happened. Well, you were mentioning about uh, Las Vegas, and I was just thinking that if they didn't you say that they the Raiders have like the three number one picks? They'll have they'll, th- they'll three. have three number one picks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So and, and they probably could have gotten a fourth if they would have lost to the Steelers, you know? But <laughs> possibly right. But yeah. the thing is, the you know you look at that and you go, uh, you're right. They're kind of preparing. For Vegas, I mean, if I'm in yeah. Vegas, man, I am jacked up because going, oh, yeah. you know, you got to figure they're going to get a, a lot of good players with that sure. number one all spread out, you know. Well, they, and you know. we've seen teams turn things around pretty quickly. And yeah. look, look at how badly t- other teams have faltered. I mean, 
some teams have just fallen through the floor. The Raiders went from what twelve and four one year to what were they last year six and eight? Yeah, but and that's six but and that 10? but that's an aberration, yeah. Bruce, because that twelve out of that and that year where they went twelve and four, they won a lot of close there, games. There were, a close, yeah, there yeah. were a lot of fourth quarter comebacks. Yeah, there, were. there were seven or eight games that they could have gone could have gone either, either way, way. And it just yeah. went the Raiders' way. You're absolutely right. But okay. I, I'll tell you this: when they get to Vegas, they better win. They better win because right now the Golden Knights is like far and beyond like the biggest star sports wise in vegas they're organic it's homegrown born in vegas lived in thrived in vegas stanley cup playoffs stanley cup finals Finals. that was amazing and so so and 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 they're just i mean they're 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 taking on a raider team that's that that, that's a hand-me-down team yeah yeah but football's a little different than hockey it is but you do have to have maybe you don't maybe have to go to the super bowl or even the playoffs but you have to be competitive at least an eight and eight team yeah. Not a four and twelve team. Not the team we're seeing this year. Sound like that? You got to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just you, yeah. you, you just have to. Yeah, and I so wonder how many years going. it'll take. You know, before you know, they, could, the they fans can turn kinda... it around quickly. It's yeah. it's amazing. I mean, who would have thought the Warriors six or seven yeah. years ago, eight years ago, would be this dynastic team? They were a joke. Yeah. Or the Patriots. Remember I think how... I, I, I think I think the night that Chris Mullins' jersey was retired, I thought was about rock bottom. Oh, that when they night, booed when that, they booed the owner that night, yeah, yeah that night, the ownership <laughs> yeah. group came yeah. up. It was it was a big song and dance. Yeah. All the Rick yeah. Barry, all those guys, the the, the, the living retired That's Jersey right. guys were there, and then jo- poor Joe Lacob up there. As soon as he opened his mouth, Boo. booed, and then and then, well, and then when he stopped, and then somebody said. Uh, well, Rick Barry himself actually pleaded for the fans to to cut it out. No, but but remember he stopped. There was a lull, and yeah. somebody from like the the two hundred section shouted out, "We miss Monte because Monte, Monte Ellis, Ellis yeah. had just been traded, just been yeah. traded. and that was his team. That was his and, team, and, and and that 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 was the end. And that, that turned was, out to be the best move the they best. ever made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who, who did they get for Monte Ellis? That's a good question. I can't remember. I think, uh, was, it, was it a draft choice or something? I don't even remember. <clears throat> To be they, with they, you. they they traded to Milwaukee, got a draft pick, and uh, I don't think they got anybody in, that was, in return. Yeah, because out of a draft pick, because uh, I don't think I don't I don't think they got Bogan in the deal. No, I don't yeah. think that was. I think, See, I, I wonder. It's like okay, Monte Ellis. You know, he he was very very good, right. and then I don't know. All suddenly, you start getting all these tattoos. And you're not so good anymore. No, he was uh, always well, got no, <laughs> tattoos. Got no, yeah. Yeah. no, he was I mean, good, <laughs> but but he was he was a different kind of a player. He was a more of a guy. Give me the ball. Let me run the offense. Well, he's a scorer. He was born scorer. Yeah. Yeah. And the Warriors have a much different kind of a team. I think the Warriors have become what the NBA has wanted to be all along, which it used to be. Yeah, and that's why it's so popular worldwide now. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it's just a matter of record. I mean, they're on the cover yeah. of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. for this week. Well, you win three out of four championships, you're in four title uh, series. I mean, you're gonna get that kind of. And they just overtook yeah. the Toronto Raptors as the number one power team in the in the league. So they're exactly. so they're, huh. they're so they're 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 back on the throne, holding the orb. And they've got As, Draymond Green and Steph Curry back in yeah. the lineup too. Day to day, yeah. day back, and then uh, Co- Boogie Cousins. Boogie is right Cousins around the is right. Yeah, the corner, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for him to come back. Uh, do you think it'll be the Raptors and Warriors in the? Uh, yeah, it's a finals? good possibility. But last year we thought the Raptors, Raptors in, yeah. in the in, in well, the finals. Could, well, yeah. they could play. It's headed that way. Yeah. There's a lot of other teams in the East though. Philadelphia looks good. The Boston Celtics haven't played up to their capabilities, but it's a long season. Things could change there. Milwaukee. Yeah, that's a team to keep an eye on. Yep. Very, very good team, yeah. young team. So, yeah, the East is, is kind of wide open. The West, a little different. Are the Clippers? Clippers are good, well, but, but I, I, you know, and I think they've done some great – they've done some great things trading away Blake Griffin and Chris Paul and getting the guys they got in return. Yeah. Man, they've got some good players. Yeah, here's, here, here's the deal. The Bucks <laughs> traded Andrew Bogut and Steven Jackson 
Stack Jack uh-huh. to the Warriors well, that, that was for the, Monte Ellis. That was a pretty good deal. That was, yeah, yeah. That, anyway, was, that was the trade. Yeah, Bogut was uh, the center when they won their first championship, yeah. and Steven Jackson played a big role in that team that, yep. uh, that upset, uh, who was it, Dallas in the first round. Of the playoffs, yep, that was so, it. Yeah. Yep, that yeah. was that was that was. He was the toward that, the end of his career. Then, he was. Yeah. He was. He was an interesting guy. Yeah. You ever talk to Stephen Jackson? Yeah, I just yeah. saw he just, he was in town not too long ago no for the. Huh? There's 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 a three on three league. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, there's there's a three of that 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 Ice Cube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's the owner. I of that love league. Ice Cube. He's and, he's and, quite and a Stephen Jackson was was on one of those teams that he came talk about Malice in the Palace. Yeah, there you go. All right, sat there. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we had we had a good five minutes. Okay, you guys ready for this one? First basketball question: What new kind of shot did Joe Fulks F U L K S Fulks score? A record sixty-three points in one game in nineteen forty-nine. Mm. What kind of new shot did he did did he score mm. a record? Like basically, he kind of, they they say he invented. nobody had seen a shot like this. Yeah, exactly. Then he came along okay. and used this shot. That's it. Don't touch okay. that down. We'll be right yeah. back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. 
Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown, Bruce McGowan, and Vern Glenn here. First trivia question was, what kind of what what new kind of shot did Joe Folks score a record 30, 63 points in one game in nineteen forty nine? It wasn't a jump shot. I don't think it was. Really, I was going to say jump shot. shot. Well, I was going to say jump shots. Really, oh, before became that, popular. it used to be just the set, 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 the set, set shot. shot. Yeah, two hand, you know, chest kind of uh, shot. Yeah, I would I would have said over the head shot. No, you have to uh, the jump shot. Okay. Now right. it's it's funny. I don't know. I, I think he played for the Celtics, but. A, sort of a bonus question: Who yeah. did uh, who? Who did they? Who did he play against? Okay, who was uh, the who was the losing yeah, team? I have no idea. That's, that's, that's weird. a tough that's one. That's a real stretch. Who was it? Uh, Fort the, Wayne Pistons. I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're not far from uh, Rochester Royals. No, no, no but uh, the Indianapolis Jets, who became okay. something else. I don't know. But you know, but, back in those days, they had teams in Fort Wayne, these, Indiana, Indianapolis, yeah, Indiana. You got the yeah. right state. That's pretty good. Rochester. You know, I had yeah, a team, Rochester. Rochester yeah. There's a t- there's a franchise that's moved four times: Rochester to Cincinnati to Kansas City See? to Sacramento. The the, the Cincinnati Royals, right? The Cincinnati Royals that's with right. Oscar Robertson, yeah. And then Kansas City Royal, Kansas City Royals, uh, and then to the Sacramento Kings. Oh, that's right. They did. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. I think it was. Yeah. It was like uh, yeah. San Diego. Um, well, the San Diego Clippers, Rockets. Rockets. Became, that's became right. The, the Houston that's Rockets, right. and then the the Clippers became the LA Clippers. So that's they, right. Yeah, San Diego lost two teams. <laughs> two, they're gonna they're gonna join the Raiders are gonna join them losing its team twice. I don't think any team has actually left an area twice. Let's see, back. Cleveland. Hmm, I'm thinking of the You're Cleveland of Browns the Cleveland became Brown, uh, the Cleveland Browns, Browns became, became the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens, Ravens, and then the new Cleveland Browns started. Uh, up. Yeah, but there was a team called the Cleveland Rams. That's right, years ago, the fifties. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so and then yeah. and St. Louis Cardinals became the Arizona Cardinals. They were actually in Chicago before they were in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, Chicago yeah. Cardinals. When yeah. I was a little right. kid. Yeah. Anyway, wait a minute. Chicago Cardinals until 1960. That's right. Oh, yeah. until 60. Okay, because yeah, I remember 61. Yeah, I mean they were. Yeah. Like, St. Louis they were has lost two teams. And 50s. How about that? There's okay. some people. There's some. There's some people that 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 didn't realize that the Colts were in Baltimore. That's right. Oh, yeah, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. True story. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, how old I'm, are they? I'm at the doctor's <laughs> office. I'm yeah. giving, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. they're taking my, my blood pressure. So some some young lady, and she's talking about, she was boasting about how she's this huge NFL fan and <laughs> this, that, and the other. And she's picking my brain because she found out I was in sports. And she, she goes, what you know, what team did you root for growing up? And I said, well, I, I rooted for the Baltimore Colts. She goes, oh, no, you mean Indianapolis. I go, no, the Baltimore Colts. Then she gave me a blank stare, and then I looked at her and went, you didn't know they were in Baltimore before Indianapolis, did you? How uh, old was she? No. You ever hear the story about how <laughs> they left something. Baltimore, too? In the middle of the, You know that. Oh, about I, how they yeah. left Baltimore I, well, the I worked night. in Baltimore. I was, yeah. yeah I, it was 84, right? It was 83. 83. <laughs> they left in the middle of the night. 83. Mayflower <laughs> trucks from Owings Mill facility. And just, yeah, in the middle was, of the night, right? Right yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. So nobody could cover them. In, 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 a, dry, <laughs> in a driving snowstorm. 
That's a great story. Awful. So, uh, well, awful. they got a better team. Yeah, the Ravens have turned out to be, you know, two-time Super Bowl champions. How about that? God, but, you know, and Bruce, that, that, that whole side of the Inner Harbor, yeah. there was nothing there. It was just, just Badlands, yeah. Junkyard. It was just nothing over there. That's a great sports and, uh, team. And, and now it's, it's, it's just a thriving Metropolis. Baltimore is a great sport. How do they lose the bullets, by the way, to Washington? I never figured that one out. Was it just the arena? Was it because uh, I I thought they were very successful. They built they they, they built that arena in Landover, right. Maryland, not technically f- in Maryland. Okay, not and, that far. And, right? and so and so they yeah forty minutes. Okay, and so so the, so they moved and started playing there, and then and then they just. For, for for a while they were they were they were the, they were the capital bullets. That's right. While. I remember that the capital then, bullets. The, then the Washington <laughs> bullets, and then because the crime yeah. rate yeah. was so bad, they decided. I remember to that. They, they changed yeah. the bullets to wizards. The so, wizards. but in Bal, I mean Baltimore has had a history of a little bit of violence too. Yeah, so, but yeah. Washington D.C. that was number one. Yeah, yeah. One eight seven. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about violence, yeah. now we're going way back. When oh, yeah. Abraham Lincoln's train, inaugural train, came through from, from Illinois and he was going to be in, inaugurated as president, they had to sneak in through Baltimore because Baltimore was a hotbed of secessionists and there were a lot of anti or pro-slavery people that hated Lincoln and the Republican Party. So they snuck him in and the story is that they disguised him, you know, to make sure he wouldn't get hurt. Hey, Interesting story. Probably get on his knees because he was a tall guy. There weren't he was tall six people. foot four. Yeah. yeah, for back then that was pretty yeah. tall. Kind of off subject. While we're talking yeah. about presidents, yeah. I I, I want to go out and get this book. Mm. It's called mm. "The President mm. Is Dead," and mm. it's written by a guy who has ha, ha, ha chronicled the the, the 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 presidency throughout the years from 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 the very beginnings, and was talking about things like, for example, because you know there was there was no telegraph, there was no like like mail system and and, mm-hmm. and 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 presidents would die in in in, in office and well, you talk about like, not, okay, would, okay so uh, William would, Henry Harrison uh, lived for one month in yeah. 1841. You know why he died? died. He, gave uh, yeah, the, he gave the longest inaugural speech. Ex- speech. No, no gloves, no hat, and he was raining. Was, <laughs> they yeah, caught pneumonia. Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> but, but, but 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 because yeah. but because there was no communication, yeah. people in other parts they, they, they didn't know. Yeah, yeah. And there's and there's there's a story where, I guess John Adams pa- no John Adams passed and John Quincy Adams didn't he didn't even know yeah. he, he was in Massachusetts and John oh, yeah, Adams, yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. Didn't just did, didn't know for a month you know, he didn't know too. his dad died yeah. for a month wow yeah no you're right yeah. Yeah. yeah you know it's interesting Zachary Ten, Taylor died in the middle of the Civil War yeah, yeah. Ten, know? Ten of the first twelve uh, presidents. Had had uh, slaves. That's an interesting story. Ten of the first twelve had slaves. Huh. Well, well, that goes back to my old thing. Yeah. You know, find hey, find a white guy with the last name of Washington or Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, George. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's true. They used to take on the. Okay, so um, speaking of slaves, right. uh, everyone knows uh, Frederick De- Douglass, right? right? Sure. That wasn't his name. I mean, he took on the name Douglas. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, he took what, on the name. What, yeah, when he was being educated. Yeah, yeah. that's right. What was what was his quote, no, slave name? Don't know. No idea. Frederick Bailey. Okay. B B A B A I L E Y. So the Bailey family probably owned the plantation. Exactly. Where he was. Yeah. 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 And then when he when he escaped, he decided I'm not taking this name anymore. I guess also it I guess it would be a little bit too easy to go. Hey, wait a minute. That's a slave. You know, that's right. a slave owner's name. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Right. All right, uh, going on to we were talking also American history, little American history. That's right, sports, econ, and history. U.S. Mm-hmm. History one hundred and one. Yeah, that's it. 
And uh, you know what? I'm so old that when I was in high school, history was only 15 minutes long. There wasn't much history before I was born. Okay. Uh, the A's chose. What a bump is this thing on? Yeah. In fact, I just started the uh, YouTube. Uh, and the starting the segment, I forgot that. Oh, I got to push the button here. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're live. That would help. That would help. It would help. Yeah. Uh, the A's chose a Heisman winner, didn't they? Kyler Murray. Yeah. yeah. What is Kyler he? Five Murray. ten, five nine. Listed as 5'10", 11. He's yeah. really, I mean, he's really 5'9". Great baseball nine. player, though, I understand. Terrific outfielder. Yeah. Top pick of the Oakland A's. Outfielder. Strong arm. Cannon of an arm. We all saw that yeah. when, he, when he was part of 51 touchdowns yeah. for the Oklahoma Sooners. <laughs> mm. and, um, and so, you know, it's the great debate. Should he play in the NFL? I mean, if, if, if afforded the opportunity. I mean, who knows? Who knows where he would be be projected to play in the NFL? Mm. Certainly not a starting quarterback. And uh, and I I talked to a, a sports agent the other day about that because Deion Sanders, yeah, he mm-hmm. was a defensive back and a yeah. kick returner. Bo Jackson was a running back yep. who played for the Royals as well yep. as you mm-hmm. know the you know the Raiders. Sure. But um, but in case of Kyler Murray, it's just what if if when I want to ask him, he says, well, you know, it's. It's it's possible, but not probable. And mm. if you were my client, I would tell him to play baseball. Yeah, longer, you, you know, longer longevity, career, long career, and, yeah. and you, you don't have to get in the hit in the head every play. Yeah. Yeah. and you make good money in baseball too. Right? Yeah, yeah. And baseball the, yeah, pays the better than football. Shelf life's a lot yeah. longer yeah. playing. Uh, play uh, unless unless you play like Ken Griffey Jr. and keep running into walls. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. I mean, he, I mean, he got yeah. hurt too. Well, by the time he got to he Cincinnati, was... he'd run into so many walls he didn't have much left. But if you think about, it, I mean, if you if you wanted, to, I mean, if you want to be a quarterback in the NFL, I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't play baseball. I mean, no, I mean, not just, being just a quarterback. five nine quarterback. That guy's going to take a. Well, it's not game. just that, Bruce. I'm on Wednesday. You put in the game plan. Yeah. Well, well, where's my quarterback? Oh, he's got a game against the Royals. Yeah, you, know, no. you can't. Yeah, you, know, no. you just. I remember Dion doing that. Well, he, he, he didn't, plane. didn't he sign a four and a half million dollar bonus with the A's, something like that? Yeah, yeah and I wonder. I, I I I wish we had some money on the line to kind of straighten that out. I wonder if he. I wonder if he was given that money and had to maybe put it on hold so he could play <laughs> mm. at Oklahoma because if he took that oh, money, he's yeah. A professional. Yeah. So that's I just wonder. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder how that how that works. How that works. Yeah, because yeah, isn't there? There's also a time like when you're allowed to talk, just from a collegiate standpoint, mm. right? You're not supposed to talk to agents at a certain time, mm. right? You know, all that, yeah, all that know. stuff. Good um, question. Huh? You know, it's funny. This reminds me for some reason. I, I was looking online a couple of weeks ago. Were they talking about Rick Ankiel getting into the Hall of Fame potentially? Are they, I mean, he was on the like the list. I'm oh, going, on, on the list. Because, yeah, I mean, okay, just, he just had because, a cannon of an arm, because it but was the, the years had passed. Yeah, so but I mean, eligible. I mean, because no. I, okay, no, I remember he came out as a pitcher, mm-hmm. and, but he just wasn't accurate. He could throw 100 miles an hour. Oh, he could a terrific pitcher, and then all of a sudden he just lost it. He, yeah. Yeah. And then it got up here, and that was it. So that he came it. back. As a power hitting outfielder, yeah. he was pretty good. Oh my good. goodness! Remember, if you he hit look a at some of the run in the playoffs against the Giants in a, in a San Francisco oh, yeah. Bay. That's right, yeah, but it, but it was his fielding. I mean, the guy's yeah. arm is just. I just love watching a guy who's got perfect that DH. kind of arm. Well, speaking of DHs, yeah. Her- I know what do you think about this? Harold Baines, I love the guy. Great yeah, player, sure. durable, solid. I think his lifetime average was two eighty eight. He had something like three hundred twenty six home runs. Twenty eight seasons and twenty eight hundred designated. But he's in the Hall yeah. of Fame with five. Yeah. I think. I think it's a, it's the I old. Think that's a you stretch. know, it's probably because he came I, I to the tail end of thing because he, yeah. he had almost twenty nine hundred hits. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. the twenty two years. I mean, he was he was a great player. He was a great player. Longevity. So. Yeah. But the the question is, if you let him, I mean, there's a lot of Harold Baines that are out there. 
So, so if you let him in, but you know what it is, there's it's a lot it, of guys you got to let. But in. It was this his last shot at it? A lot of times there's that sentimentality. Yeah, I don't know. Hey guys, I don't okay. Know. Second trivia question yeah. is: We're talking basketball here. Who scored the first three point basket in NBA history? Ah, that's a good one. And I'll give I'll give you a hint, but it's not going to help you. 1979. Mm. All right. Okay. Stay with us. That was the first Econ 101. Okay. We're going to be right back. We're here with Mark Humph and Edward Brown of PacificPrivateMoney.com and The Best of Investing, heard Saturdays at noon. One of the things that you talk about in your weekly radio program is mortgage investing. Help us better understand, Mark, what exactly is that? Edward and I coined the term mortgage investing to describe two primary types of investing in real estate secured note instruments, and those are direct note investments and mortgage funds. Both have different advantages, and some of our investors prefer one over the other, though Many of our investors participate in both. And Edward, help us understand, is this considered then more passive or active investing? It's definitely passive. And one of the problems with investing in individual notes is that when you get paid off, your money gets returned to you. And then unless you have another note to invest in, it's sitting idle. Whereas if you're in the fund, it's diversified amongst a lot of loans and it's constantly working for you. So for example, direct note investing is a more active strategy requiring you to review loan information and you need to be able to make decisions quickly. It's become very competitive recently, and the best notes can often be difficult to obtain. So mortgage fund investing is a more passive investment strategy that can best be described as being like a mutual fund of real estate secured mortgages. In fact, that's one of the reasons why Mark started the fund was he would have a loan that he could potentially fund, and there were too many clients who wanted it. By having a fund, the fund has first right to fund any loans that we have. What about the track record? So at Pacific Private Money, we have a nine-year track record record of zero losses to our investors. And that's across over 1,200 loans totaling more than $400 million. Our investment strategy is a way to generate returns currently averaging more than 7.5%, all secured by California real estate. Call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or visit their website, pacificprivatemoney.com. All investments have inherent risk due to market fluctuation and your individual results may vary based on the investment. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investments or investment strategies. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent. So email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. Second trivia question about basketball. Who scored the first three-point basket in NBA history? 
Well, it was back in 79. 79, so that was, that was Larry Bird Magic Johnson's first year. I was going to say, that was the, it, this marked the debut of rookie Larry Bird, but it wasn't him. Did I say Tiny Archibald? No? No. A guy named Chris Ford. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 The I don't former remember. North Carolina Tar Heel. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember him. Oh, he was a great point guard for the for the Heels. He he, he ran Dean Smith's four-corner offense. Chris Ford? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. I think that's Phil Ford. That's Phil Ford. Okay. Chris Ford, unfamiliar with. But, uh, yeah. but Phil Ford, I know. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, bet, uh, I bet Jim Barnett would have known that. Jim Barnett, for those that don't know. He knows know, everything. He yeah. knows everything. Jim Barnett, for those that don't know, is the Warriors' longtime TV color analyst, and he played – he only played about twelve years, but he played with six different teams. And get yeah. this: the guy played with he play, in in Philadelphia. He played with Julius Irving. In New York, he played with Earl Monroe and Clyde Frazier. And in Boston, he played with uh, Bill Russell. Bill, Bill Russell, Bill Russell yeah. was his coach. In in San Diego with the Clippers, he played with Elvin Hayes. In with the Warriors, he played with uh, Rick Barry. I mean, who didn't yeah. he play with? And oh, and, uh, should I mention Pistol Pete Maravich in New Orleans? You know, yeah. it's funny. You know, the, the the Celtics in the '60s, they were just mowing through. They were winning all those NBA yeah. titles. Yeah. Then the Celtics draft him his rookie year. They don't win it. Win, that's yeah. right. That's then he's right. traded away, then and then he went again. Yeah. <laughs> now, what was the name? With the, I, I'm having a senior moment. What was the name of the movie with Tom Hanks where he plays this guy who just intersects with history all the time? Uh, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah, I think that. Uh, you know, Jim Barnett is like the Forrest Gump of the NBA. <laughs> I mean, he's he saw more history and played with more great mm-hmm. players. He's got more stories to tell, too. So now, ask him, he's in the Oregon Hall of Fame. Ask yeah. him sometime, guys, about the time that uh, Elvin Hayes chased him through an airport. And he goes, and he couldn't catch me. I was too fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. What, was he upset goes, with him? And and well, he, Elvin Hayes, he did not like Elvin Hayes. And Elvin Hayes didn't like him. And he goes, and he says, if I saw Elvin Hayes today, I'd go up and I'd give him a big hug and a kiss. Because... He's changed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's amazing how many people change over time. Oh, yeah. Did, so, Jim, did he ever win any championships then? No. no oh, never man. Did. Got to play in the playoffs, though. <laughs> he played 12 years. He had a great time. Yeah. And he got to play with all these great players. He was a good player. Averaged 10 points a game. Yeah. Hey. yeah his b- best shot was 65 his rookie year when they yeah. themselves didn't win. Can you imagine that? NBA they'd won, what, yeah. it was eight in a row or something, and they yeah. didn't win it that year. Yeah. Uh. Did they blame him? No, they, they lost in the finals in the Eastern Finals to Wilton, that great Sixers team. Oh, Hal yeah, Greer yeah, yeah. and Luke Jackson and Billy Billy the Kangaroo Kid Cunningham. Did you say Hal Greer or Rosie Greer? Hal Greer, <laughs> Rosie Greer. Jeez, I always I remember him guy. for the cooking show. Right? He was he wasn't he a good cook? He was a piano player. He was, I, he he was for, for the Kansas City guys. Chiefs. What a likeable Him and Buck guy, Buchanan. Too. What a likeable. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Just he, he was. I thought Rosie phenomenal. Greer played for the L.A. Rams. He did. He did, he but did, he also but played for Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Did he? Must have been toward the end. I don't so. remember him playing with Kansas City. Really? I don't that I, thought, I don't remember. No, I don't remember that. He, I don't. I don't think he did. I think really? he started uh, his career with the New York Giants and then went to the Rams. Very. I'll early. have to look that up on the yeah, internet because I. Yeah. For, I know I'm thinking. I know Buck Buchanan played for the Kansas City oh, Chiefs. Absolutely. Love that guy. Oh boy. For some reason, you know Will what? I think you're. I think you're right. I think I was. I was thinking of him instead of. Yeah. I don't think Rosie Greer ever played with Kansas. Sadly, Rosie Greer was. Boy, he was RFK's bodyguard, and just just wasn't around. He wasn't around. At he the was ambassador he, hotel. Wasn't he there? But he was. He was there. Yeah, yeah, he was there, and 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 just wasn't around. And then yeah. Sir Han, Sir Han. Yeah. Well, there was a big crowd of people, it. and yeah, you yeah. know, just out of nowhere. For what? For he for years, he blamed himself. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine wow. that? Having to, for not oh, being in the way. Geez. How history changed. Mm-hmm. He just passed on about 10, yeah a few years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, 
again, off air, we were talking before about teams marketing themselves. Yes. So <clears throat> when we were younger, mm. uh, the Raiders were, you know, Oakland's team. And there was a huge, it used to be the, the big rivalry was the Chiefs and the Raiders. Right. Then suddenly Terry Bradshaw comes in, the Franco Harris, you know, mm-hmm. immaculate reception. And suddenly now it's two rivalries, right. Pittsburgh and, uh, and Kansas City. You were at the game this last week and right. you said that uh, there were, uh, not half, but there no, was about a. About 40% <laughs> fans were rooting for Pittsburgh. That was a strange game, too. I mean, it was a boring, dull listless game 14 to 10 with five minutes to play then it becomes a video game three scores and <laughs> the, the Raiders score that Roethlisberger comes back off of a, being out for a, I guess it was a quarter with a rib injury Rich, yeah. drives his team downfield they score then the Raiders come back and score what appears to be the game-winning touchdown then a hook and ladder play of 46 yards to Juju Smith uh, Schuster puts them in a position to tie the game with a field goal and then the poor kicker slips on this on the slippery turf and they, and the ball goes into the line it's just, the game is was over. it muddy from the rains from it the wasn't muddy. Yeah. Yeah. below sea level below sea level That's it's always the thing. it's always and Al Davis slip. used to yeah he, he yeah. used to, he used to used to have the ground screw put a little extra water yeah. on yeah. That side of the field yeah. <laughs> for the opponent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Slip. yeah. Hometown advantage. That is a true story. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Roethlisberger was asked afterwards, how was the field? How were the conditions? Because they were terrible. But we knew they were going to be terrible. Yeah. And they should have They should have the spikes. They should have yeah, the higher spikes. spikes. Yeah. I mean, you watch this guy slip, and it looked like, he looked like an amateur ice skater out there. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, so we were talking before about the fact that uh, the Raiders used to be just you know, strictly Oakland's team. Right. And then you were mentioning that as soon as they went to L.A. back in 82 – yeah, that's when suddenly they get a little bit more of a following. Well, they had, you know, they were still very good. They went a Super Bowl. They had Marcus Allen. They mm-hmm. had some, you know, Howie Long, and they yeah. marketed themselves. Al Davis was very skillful with that. And I remember traveling with the Raiders when they moved back to the Bay Area. I traveled with them and did sidelines on their radio broadcast for a couple of years. And we used to go to places like New York and Atlanta and Charlotte, and people would mob the hotels. They were, you know, I mean, they were that kind of a team. And Vern, you've covered the Raiders enough. You know what kind of following they have. You yeah, traveled on the road with those. Yeah, that, those that, that was uh, that was Marcus Allen's team. Yeah. Right? think yeah. about it. Played a USC. Yeah. You know, yeah, You know, then he goes greatness with the Raiders. Then that that unbelievable touchdown against the Redskins in yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was bigger than Al Davis. Oh yeah. And Al didn't like that. No, he did you not. You could like not that. be bigger than Al Davis. But Al Davis, I think <laughs> Al Davis had a genius for, or at least he had the right people around him who knew how to market that team because. I mentioned this to the guys from Las Vegas who were in the press box with me, the, the TV folks who were covering the team. And I said, you know, the folks around here, most of them are not going to miss the Raiders because most of them will continue following the Raiders. They bring a lot of fans from L.A., some of the people yeah. in the Bay Area. There, there's a lot of Raider fans that don't follow any other Bay Area team. Haven't you noticed that? Yes, I, mean? I do. Yeah, I do. And, 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 I mean, let's face it, outside of the Bay Area, a lot of people are going to be excited about boarding a plane to fly to Vegas. Oh, Sure. Yeah, than, yeah. than to fly to Oakland. Especially if yeah, you're in L.A. If you're an yeah. L.A. Raider fan and st- still following it, you could drive there. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you, you, you could. Yeah, you could. You drive there. If you want yeah. it. Much, much shorter distance. So what it's probably that? a good move Couple for the Raiders I, from a marketing standpoint. Yeah. Because yeah. so. then you're, we were talking also about how the Warriors, have, you know, they were they were lousy. And then as soon as they got good, but it wasn't just the fact that they were good, that they were yeah. getting fans. It's the kind of players It's the kind of players, kind of And the way they play. But I think a lot of it, don't you think, Vernon, not only the style of play, but just the personalities. Uh, Steph Curry, for instance, is such a welcoming, uh, thoughtful, uh, cerebral kind of a guy that he appeals to a lot of people. And, he he's, does, not a, and he's not a big guy. He's he does, an average-sized player. But at the same player. time, if, if you can remember, he changed the way kids play the game. Yeah. 
all of a sudden you got CYO games and kids are like launching shots <laughs> yeah. from like 25 feet away because they yeah. want to be like sure. Steph Curry yeah. instead of just the old, you know, pass it five times and then, sh- you know, aim yeah. for the square and yeah. it'll go in. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, but, but yeah, and so so that was it was it was unpopular for youth coaches yeah. because all the kids just they just wanted to run out and start jacking shots sure. all mm-hmm. the time. But what hurts the Warriors the most is it's a West Coast team. And let's face it, these games, 7 o'clock, 7.30, West Coast time, 10.30 on the East. So, I mean, if you're on the East, you don't get to see those games. No, you don't. That's I mean, un- unless they're in prime time. No, I lived in New York for a year, and it's amazing. When you work in New York, and you lived in Baltimore, worked in Baltimore, you don't pay attention to what's going on in the West. There's so much happening back East to begin with. That's a good point. That you just East don't watch. East Coast mentality, yeah. boy. Yeah. I mean, unless, say, you do unless, not watch unless you're USC. Yeah. One of those yeah. LA teams. No, they're not watching. Also, you know, guys like Steph and Clay, uh, and Clay's a little bit, you know, less of a quote personality. But you don't hear much bad stuff. I don't think no. you hear any. Well, they're likable people. Well, they're all yeah. for the most part. I mean, they're all character guys. Yeah, yeah. That's high character. You, know, you don't you don't read about him in TMZ. No, and even Dr- Draymond. Who, Draymond, who's it, a little bit out there, but Draymond but, but you is, still don't read anything bad about no, him. Do you? Draymond yeah. is so popular with the media because he shoots from the hip. People love his honesty. You like know? like and, Trump. Yeah, <laughs> well, different story. You know, this, this guy's an entertainer. Trump's a president, so let's let's differentiate here. Yeah, but wait a minute. Trump was on TV. He had his own TV show. Yeah, he was an entertainer. Yeah, of but sorts. Yeah. Of sorts. Draymond grabs people by the hand yeah. and grabs basketballs. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Trump likes to grab. Yeah. yeah. Wherever he wants. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I had to bring that you up because you mentioned it. Yeah, of course. To squeeze in, <laughs> it's like he has to get into every conversation. We can't ignore the. You know, he loves it. He loves it. Listen, it'll just be another five years, and then it'll be done, right? Yeah. For, for for the listening audience out there, because we just watched it last night, my son and I, because he had to do it for a project. Mm-hmm. We watched Citizen Kane. Oh, watch Citizen terrific Kane. Terrific movie. Red Rum. You, you, Classic. Or, or, right? Isn't that what? No, no, that's, no, no, no. no that's The Shining. Red rum. Citizen no, King. no. Citizen Orson Welles. I do know that Orson part. Orson Yeah. yeah. Uh, argu- what was the name of the little... Arguably, uh... arguably one, of the, one of the greatest movies ever yeah. made. Yeah. I mean, in all seriousness. I'll have to watch it right again because right I got really bored the first time. What was the name of that little sleigh? At the Rosebud. Rosebud. That's, Rosebud. That's, see, not Red Rum. Rosebud. Rosebud. That's what I was thinking. You remember the, those were his last words and everybody's trying to figure out, what does it mean, Rosebud? Yeah. Nobody could figure it out. Until the very end. Well, the, the, end. the audience is let in, yeah. you know, at the, at the end. Go ahead. Tell them. But rewatch that movie and then look at this Current administration, oh, how how it was built and all the rising to power and all yeah. that kind of stuff, huh? And just and just and just the, see the glaring parallels yeah. between that movie and what's happening today. Well, really? it, I okay. guess it is so scary. Wasn't really? The, okay. Wasn't Orson Welles' character supposedly based upon loosely based on William Randolph, William Randolph Hearst William Randolph yeah. and yeah. Joseph Pulitzer? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember it has it's a news story. To, I mean, it's a news. Um, it's all built around the news, isn't yeah. it? And of course, for well, those, he, yeah. he as 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 a, as a child, he 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 had inherited this money and had bought a a, a New York Inquirer okay. newspaper right. and and had boosted the circulation. All of a sudden, he owns all these newspapers all over the world. And 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 he's he's the he's he's the richest man in the world okay. and has everything. He built all these mansions and palaces and what I mean. He's just he just builds this empire. Well, give, give us a, a give us a spoiler alert. What's the rosebud? Rosebud is this little sleigh it's, that he loved. That was the, given it's, to it's, him. It's the only thing he ever loved. It's it's his besides little, himself. Yeah. It's the only thing he ever loved. Okay. This 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 little. snow 
sled, yeah, sled. That, that he had as, as a little boy, and he always kept it. And he kept it. And, and at the, the very end of the movie, remember the, Rosebud. The, at the very mm-hmm. end of the movie, after he says Rosebud, you see a big pile of things that are burning, and Rosebud's right in my Yeah, the, ah, at, the, at, the okay. very, at the very end, of they, they, they leave. He, he's passed on, so he's got all these artifacts Okay. In his mansion called Xanadu, Xanadu. Oh, yeah. and so they're so they're getting rid of all of the stuff, oh. incinerating it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, oh. they, and they're destroying it. And uh, they didn't have Craigslist back then. And yeah. this guy, this, this guy picks up the sled and throws it in the incinerator. And it says, and, Rosebud, then, and then there's yeah. a tight shot oh, on the sled. Rosebud. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's the only time I think about Rosebud is. Do you ever see the the Dick Van Dyke show? And sure. In the Mary middle Tyler name, Moore. yeah. And the With middle Rose name Marie. of the kid Rose was Marie. Was, That's was, right. His Maury name Amsterdam. was Rosebud, and they goes, "Why is my name Rosebud?" Robert, Oscar, Sam, Edward. Benjamin Ulysses David. I, see, yeah, I still remember that. Good. You're not having a senior moment yet. So, no, not yet. Stick with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, third trivia question. T- still talking basketball. Is this the final one? This is the final question. Oh, yes. I know. Geez, go, it goes too fast. i with you guys today. <laughs> what player was known as the clown prince of the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh, that's an easy that's one. That's an easy yeah. one, right? I didn't See, I told you there were going to be two yeah. ones that were kind of hard, and then this one was going to be the easy one. Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't you... Email Edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to that question. See if who how many know, people know this. Of course, you'd have to be a Harlem Globetrotters fan. What player was known as the Clown Prince of the Harlem Globetrotters? I got a little... Uh, me- after we give the answer when we come back, I have a little uh, statement about it. It's kind of cute. All right. I have an actual Harlem Globetrotters uniform. Really? All yeah, right. Well, stay I, with I us. I played with them. Well, I yeah. remember seeing that picture. Okay, hold on. We'll be right back. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today. Not forever. <laughs> That always scares me last time. <laughs> no, but every time I say that, you still come back next I week. Know, I always like to Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn and Bruce McGowan. I about something. You're too nice a guy, isn't oh, it? Oh, I try. Yeah, All I right. just realized we have three, well, at least two nice guys here, you and, and Vernon. Two of the nicer people I know. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're all here I together. I try to be nice. I mean, all right. My so wife what? says I'm nice. <laughs> you are a nice guy. My okay. wife says I'm not nice. See, uh, oh, whoa, really? Yeah, no, get oh, out of here. Well, I'll have a talk with her. Okay, what player was known as the clown prince of the Harlem Globetrotters? Well, that's an easy one. Vernon's going to go ahead. Vern, Metal Arc Lemon, yeah. right? That is yes. correct. Yeah, In yeah. fact, uh, who, by the way, Will Chamberlain said was the best player of all time. He probably would have been a great NBA. That's player. right, because Will, Will yeah. Chamberlain yeah. was a Harlem. That's right, he was. Well. So you think about how much yeah. better the NBA would have been if some of those guys had been allowed to play. Here's know? the here here here's the story because they they play against the. What, the, 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 the generals, the, the generals. Washington, yeah. with Washington red generals, clots. right, right, right. <laughs> so, so here's the deal: they, 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 they do the bits, right, and then, but, uh, but there's, there's, there's five minutes of the first half, and then five minutes of the second half where they're really playing. That's a gr- mm-hmm. that's great. That I like that. You know what's interesting too was that Red Clots once was asked, "Were you guys just?" out there to be a foil. He goes, yeah, to a certain degree. We wanted to win, and we, he says when we did win, it was really fun. We yeah. won about 15 games. <laughs> exactly. Okay, thoughts for the day. When, <laughs> quote, I is replaced with, quote, we, even illness becomes wellness. Nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And a mirror reflects a man's face, but what he is really like is shown by the kind of friends he chooses. That's why I choose you guys. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not sure why yeah. you hang out with me, but... Uh, You're too nice a guy. Uh, they, that, that's, I was going to say, happens. when I look in the mirror, I go, who is that old guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Man, that's not good. dissipated, you know, drawn, bloodshot eyes. Oh, you don't look a day over 50. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. That sounds nice, See? actually, yeah. given that I'm 66 years mm-hmm. old. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You're how old now? 55. I'm 56. Holy... I'll be 59. If there's anybody out there listening who's under 40, they're probably like, why am I listening to a show with a bunch of old Old guys? guys. That's right. Come on. All right. Well, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We'll be asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.